Welcome to The League Podcast. I am your host, CP23, a.k.a. Tsunami Tsunami. I'm rolling dolo today. Sweep as you sweep. They're slacking. I ain't got time to wait for them, so I'm just rolling dolo. It's going to be a quick one. There's just a couple things I want to get out there. A couple things I want to get off my chest. Know what I mean? So like always, this is rated R. This ain't for children's ears. This is only for the owners, the managers in the league. Yeah, I mean. So uh, I just want to start off with a little bit of news and notes. Uh, We got Allen Robinson, who I took in the fifth round, I do believe, out for season. David Johnson, out for season. I'm going to guess he's out for season. For fantasy purposes, I'd guess that he's out for season. It sounds like... If anything, he'll be back around Christmas time, but I doubt it. Um, Danny Peckahead just got put on the IR. No surprise there. Um, a little bit of surprise, uh, Jay Ajayi is on the injury report. He says he has knee soreness. He's had soreness for a while now. Um, but it seems like he had this last year, and that's why he kind of fell in drafts last year. So it really wasn't a concern. Uh, so I wouldn't be too worried about Ajayi. Uh, you can fire him up as RB1 this week. Uh, same goes with Jordan Howard. Um, he ended up on the uh, injury report, but you know John Falk routinely makes a mockery of the injury report. So uh, I wouldn't read too much into it. The only thing I would read into is that dude Cohen, who just went crazy last week. So he's going to definitely cut into that time. He's a young kid. But uh, I still I still think uh, Jordan Howard is still an RB one. I think he'll still produce. The dude's a you know this is his second year. I don't hundred percent trust rookies, so I would say Jordan Howard's safe for now. Um, let's see what else is on. Oh Odell Beckham. He says that his injury is a six to eight week injury. He's been recovering for twenty four days. That's three weeks. So according to him, he has three weeks left to recover. Um, some people are optimistic saying that he could play sooner than that. I'm not really sure. Uh, why would he say a 68-week uh, injury if, uh, if he thinks he's going to come back sooner than that? Maybe, hopefully he comes back around the six-week range. Not really sure, but it works out in my favor because I play Pete this week and he has him. Yeah, and it's Monday night. So I have a little bit of advantage there. Uh, Danny Amendola has a concussion and knee problem. The dude's whole body is just made of glass. He's horrendous. He, uh, I don't think he's going to suit up. I don't think he's going to play. So uh, Chris Hogan is probably a better play right now. Um, and I think that's it for kind of news and notes for the week. Um, so we can move on to a little bit of a... Uh, a little bit of info on the league, and uh, you know, I really wanted to do this podcast right after the draft, but I haven't had any time waiting on sleep as you sweet, but can't wait forever. That's why I'm rolling dolo. Um, so, just a few things. Uh, so, one thing I want to get off my chest here is it seems like it seems like this league isn't as fiery as it has been in the past. Um, I think the draft went really exactly how I wanted there was some 
players that I wanted that I didn't get, but pretty much rolled the way I wanted. And that's weird because usually the owners in this league are pretty savvy. They have been savvy for the last, I don't know, for a long time now. Um, so, uh, you know, I've, the drafts hasn't, haven't gone my way, but this is the year that it really did. And I know I say this all the time, you know, I have the best draft, the best players, but really this year, like legitimately think I have a powerhouse. I don't think I've actually said that I have a powerhouse. Um, I've said I had, you know, good teams in the past. Really, I'm really confident in my teams, but I honestly think I have a powerhouse. I don't think that the owners in this league were 100% into the draft this year. And, you know, that's understandable. Pete's uh, wedding and uh, with the uh, bachelor party, there was a lot going on this summer. But I have to say that I'm highly disappointed in the owners. And even the chat. The chat hasn't been... The chat hasn't been what it has been in the past. It's not, it's not action-packed. And this is the first year that my West Side League is way more action-packed as far as the chat goes. There's a lot more going on, a lot more debates in West Side League. Usually the league is just, it's just hands down way more action-packed. So I'm just going to have to uh, encourage the owners... Please, let's just get this league more fiery. Let's get some more action. Let's get this league more interactive like it has been in the past. Um, you know, so just going back um, to my draft, just a couple players I just want to point out uh, that, you know, I really liked. I got Antonio Brown, hands down, number one wide receiver. That dude just gets targets. He catches them all. That's a good pick for me. Um, Kareem Hunt. I think that was the steal of the draft. I took him in the 10th round. Um, I knew he was going to be good, but not this good. And I think he's the real deal. I don't think... Uh, he's not going to produce 40-point games, you know, every week. But I think this dude is a top-five running back. And if we were to redo the draft, he would be drafted in the first round. I am confident that he's going to be great. And I have Melvin Gordon, who is a touchdown machine. Top-five running back last year. Like I said, Antonio Brown, top five wide receiver. And I think Andrew Luck is a top five quarterback when healthy. I think he's, he, he has a 40-touchdown season. He has potential to be a, number, a top five quarterback. So it seems like I have a lot of top five players. And you know, a player that really I have in every single league that I want to point out is Colby Fleener. Drew Brees loves his tight ends. From Jimmy Graham to Ben Watson, he throws to his tight ends. He is in. He lost. So Drew Brees. Let's let's see. He lost Brandon Cooks. That's what 150 plus targets. That's left in that offense. And then um, who else did he lose? Let's see. He lost uh, that wide receiver. Uh, what's his name there? Um. Willie Sneed. So Willie Sneed's going to be out for a couple weeks. That's another chunk of targets. There's a lot of targets left in that offense. Colby Fleener, I think, is going to really soak them up. Last year, he had a problem with the playbook. That was known. Um, I think he's a good post-hype sleeper. And I, I like it because I, I waited on tight end because I knew I could get him in the back end of all my drafts. And I think he has potential in that offense with all those open target shares that's that's available. I think he has a lot of potential to really out 
outplay his draft value. I think I think he'll end up being a top five uh, tight end. At least I hope so. Um, it's I think it's all signs point to it. He understands the playbook. There's a lot of opportunities in that in that offense. And like I said, Drew Brees loves tight ends. He he made J- Jimmy Graham. He made Ben Watson at an older age. He made him have some great games. So I think I think there's a lot of uh, potential there. And Jay Cutler, a lot of people don't like him. I'm a big Dolphins fan. Everybody knows that. But I think Jay Cutler, under that quarterback, under under that coaching staff, has a lot of potential. Not a top five quarterback, but I think he can be a top twenty quarterback. Which in a two quarterback quarterback league is pretty uh, is pretty good when you have a top five quarterback in Andrew Luck at the top end. So I think my team is very very. Very strong. And also, I want to point out another thing. Corey Davis was sitting on the waiver wire. He was taken, what, fourth, fifth overall? He was the number one wide receiver taken in the draft, sitting on the waiver wire. I took him for free. That's how much nobody, nobody's paying attention in this league. So I want everybody to know that. Let's get some action. Let's, let's, get, some more, uh, let's get some more debates going. You know what I mean? And I'm looking over here. I'm looking at you know a couple people's drafts. Pete, you had a wedding. You had your bachelor party. Got juice. Got shit faced. We had a good time. We had an amazing time. But I don't think that's an excuse for the team you drafted because they are horrendous. Come on, bro. I'm gonna Odell Beckham hurts. He was your he was your what? He was a sixth sixth or seventh pick. Number three wide receiver taken off the off the board. You know losing him for a couple weeks hurts. But come on, bro. Alshon Jeffrey, DeAndre Hopkins, Emmanuel Sanders, weak wide receivers, man. Ty Montgomery. He's another dude that he yeah, he's gonna have he's gonna produce in the beginning of the season. Don't get me wrong. He's gonna he's gonna have some big, big games. But how much can his body take? The dude's been a wide receiver his whole career. And they're they're feeding him the ball. I think that's a mistake. I think Green Bay's utilizing him wrong. I think they need to utilize him less to preserve him, save him for the playoffs. I think they're going to really run him to the ground. They they have to be smart with Ty Montgomery. Like I said, this dude has been a wide receiver. He hasn't been taking hits like the hits he's been taking. Mike Gillisley, so far a good pick. He could be the LeGarrette Blunt. Of the Patriots of last year. He could be scoring touchdowns. But I don't trust the Patriots. We're running backs. The Patriots. This dude Bill Belichick. Just. You can't trust him. He does the most random shit. Next This week. I wouldn't be surprised if Burkhead's punching it in, in the red zone. You know what I mean? But hopefully Gillizzi is the dude. Hopefully he's that dude. It looks like he is. And if he. And if he is. Then you hit gold. You struck gold. Then that's a solid running back right there. Eric Ebron. Horrendous tight end. That dude stays hurt. Every year, everyone says, Eric Ebron's going to go off. Eric Ebron's going to go off. He doesn't. Every year. So that's why I faded him this year. I really did. Danny, Danny Peckahead, like I said earlier, IR, terrible pick. That wasn't uh, surprising. Your quarterbacks, Russell Wilson doesn't have an offensive line, dude. He's still going to produce, but I don't think, I think uh, his days of, being in the top, well, he's always been around the five, six range. I think that he's going to get sacked a lot. He's going to have issues. He's going to he's going to still produce. He's still going to be a top fifteen quarterback. But I think he's going to have a hard time this year. Just feed the ball to Doug Baldwin. That's all I ask.
<laughs> Eli Manning looked terrible at Odell. So as long as Odell's off the field, that's that's pretty much that's a double whammy for your team. You don't have Odell. Eli is gonna suck up the place because he's just horrendous without Odell Beckham. Brandon Marshall, I don't know what the hell happened. That dude fell off the cliff. He was just he disappeared last week. Don't know what happened to him. You thought you would think that he would soak up some targets with Odell gone, but he's just he's lost a step. Another team I want to point out um, that I'm really uh, disappointed in is Kev's team. You know, Kev's usually a solid player. He he drafts well and he always performs well. But I feel like this year he wasn't his head wasn't in the game. You know, he has a good pick. I, I think uh, I think Devontae Adams was a good pick. Obviously, Tom Brady was a good pick. Um, Ajayi, solid pick. But the rest of his team, I think, is, is questionable. He's starting Alvin Kamara this, this week. He's horrendous. He's sharing, he's sharing the, the, uh, the rock with Mark Ingram, Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson isn't going to sit like he did last week. He's not going to sit on the sidelines. They're going to feed him the ball. Kamara, I wouldn't be surprised if he disappears this week. They were playing catch-up. The Duke can catch. I think that's why he played more snaps. And they possibly could be playing catch-up against the New England Patriots. But I think the game's going to be closer than what people think. Alvin Kamara, you can't start him. Jordan Howard, solid player. But like I said earlier, tough luck with Cohen. Cohen's a, Cohen is a, a star in the making, it looks like. But, you know, Jordan Howard's solid. Um... Adam Thielen, he's an okay wide receiver. He's straight at number three, as your third wide receiver. That's straight. Michael Crabtree cannot be in there. He's a he's a wide receiver three, if you ask me. He's a he's a two. Let me let me let me fix that statement. He's a wide receiver two, but I think this year he's going to be more of a three because Amari Cooper is going to step up his game. I can see that happening. I don't think there's room for for the both of them. I think they want to feed Amari Cooper. Michael Crabtree moves back to, you know, back end wide receiver too. Andy Dalton looked like a dare in the headlights last week. Absolutely terrible. Hopefully he turns it around, but I think his days are done. Absolutely horrendous. Kevin's team's looking more of, he's usually a top three team. Top three or four. He's looking like more of middle of a pack. Maybe around seven, eight. I think he'll make the playoffs. But I think he's going to be a 7th or an 8th seed, which, you know, I want to point out is surprising because he's usually a top 3 team. Who else I want to point out here? Ryan always drafts solid. He's number 2 in the league right now, right behind me. His team's solid. A.J. Green digs dirty. Pierre Garçon is a player that I really wanted on a lot of my teams. He's, a, he's his wide receiver 3, potential to be a wide receiver 2. Uh, I think he was vastly underlooked. Christian McCaffrey, Delvin Cook, dirty. Jameis Winston, Drew Brees. The te- this kid's team is good. And it's not surprising because he always performs. Every year he's always, he's always in there, top five team. Who's another team I want to point out here? Evan's team. So Evan took my advice. He took my draft advice, and I could tell because he has a solid team. So the, the way I draft is I go quality at wide receiver, quantity at running back. So I want so I always start my drafts in the last few years. I start with a wide receiver always. Wide receiver is the most consistent and they're the most productive. 
and out and they're the safest they're least likely to get injured that's why i start off a wide receiver i know what i'm going to get every week i know i'm going to get points and the difference between the top 10 wide receivers and the middle to bottom is this there's a big difference these wide receivers produce and there's a big difference between i would say the top 15 and then every wide receiver after that i think there's a bigger drop off than the top 15 quarterbacks and then the 15 after that there's a there's there's a smaller drop off that's why i don't worry about quarterbacks i think they're pretty close i mean obviously if you have aaron Rodgers, tom brady they have potential to go off for 40 plus touchdowns 5,000 yards if that happens you know what I mean? Then you lucked out. You struck gold. But the the chances of you know you know getting a quarterback that early really handicaps your draft, I think. And then running backs, like I said, I go with quantity. I draft a ton of running backs, and it's almost like a lottery. Hopefully, I hit on a running back. If I hit on a running back with those solid quarter with those solid wide receivers, I'm winning a lot of games. I tell you that right now. And I, t- I was talking to Evan before the draft. He took my advice, and that's why I like his team a lot. He has Julio Jones and Amari Cooper. Dirty. I like the Cooper Cup pick. Tyrell Williams, dirty pick. I think uh, Phillip Rivers is going to ha- ball out this year. Oh, he has Phillip Rivers. <laughs> he has Phillip Rivers, too, that pair up with Tyrell Williams. I think Phillip Rivers is going to ball out this year. He has a ton of weapons. Melvin Gordon, my boy. He fell to me in the second round. I was hoping to get a wide receiver in the second round. Like I told you, that's my draft strategy. But if Melvin Gordon drops to you, you got to take him. Took him, I think it was 21 overall. He's not the 21 overall you know, player. Come on now. He's a top 10 player. Um, you know, so he, his Kirk Cousins, terrible week last week, but the dude produces. He's going he's gonna to throw for a lot of yards. It's gonna, I think it's going to take him some time. He lost a lot of players in the offense. It's going to take him some time to get back on track. And he will get back on tra- track. Let me tell you, Terrell Pryor is a dog. Sweet, sleep as you sweet. Called it last year. i got to give him much respect for that. Because that dude is a dog. Ty- Terrell Pryor. And... Um, Let's see, Kelvin Benjamin, I think that's a terrible pick. I think Kelvin Benjamin's all done. Cam, Cam Newton has terrible accuracy. Cam Newton will get his numbers, but his accuracy is just horrendous. I, I don't think there's enough. Uh, I think McCaffrey, Greg Olson are going to soak up all the targets. I think they're going to be monsters. Uh, Kelvin Benjamin will get his numbers, but I think he's a back-end wide receiver three. Martellus Bennett, Austin Hooper, solid tight ends. Uh, I, I like Evan's team a lot. It's unfortunate he played me last week, but he he actually had a bad week, so it only mattered who he played. I think he would have lost to a lot of teams, but I think he's gonna have a bounce back game. Let's see who he's playing against. He's play he's playing against Kevin, so Kevin's in eleventh place. I think he's gonna roll over Kevin this week. Kevin unfortunately be zero and two. Like I said, I think Kevin will make the playoffs, but. It's, so he's going to have to win. Starting off 0-2 is, is, is tough. But luckily, eight teams make the playoffs in this league. So that's, that's, nothing, that's nothing to bounce back from. Um, let's see. Craig's team. Craig's team, he's, he also has a solid team. Um, you know, I, I would like... I, I, I have to say, though, LaShawn McCoy, the same thing with Ty Montgomery. I'm just afraid of them being ran to the ground. LaShawn McCoy is going to get the rock. He's going to touch the rock like 30 times a game. I think he has the 
I, I think I read somewhere he's the highest percentage player to get injured. They're going to run him to the ground. This dude is just getting the ball too much. And, you know, he already has a lot of wear and tear. I don't think he's going to last. Um, Zeke, Zeke Elliott, dirty pick, got lucky, rolled the dice on him, got lucky. Keenan Allen, you know, I don't know what to think about Keenan Allen. He's has potential to be a top 10 wide receiver, but dude just hasn't been right the last two years. Keeps getting injured. He scored a touchdown last week. We'll see what he can do. He has him as his number one wide receiver. I, I look at him more as a wide receiver, too, with... A high ceiling. Uh, Jamison Crowder, I look at him as a solid wide receiver, too. That's your wide receiver. Jarvis Landry, same thing. Solid wide receiver, too. Your wide receivers are good. Definitely good. Bradford had a good week last week. He also went 6-0 and last week, last year. So let's hold our horses of Bradford. Stafford just got this mega deal. He scored a ton of touchdowns last week. Um, he has potential. You know, Craig, Craig has a solid team. He'll make the playoffs. Um, I think he'll. I think he'll end up around uh, finishing around three or four. I don't think his team can compete with mine, though. I think I, I can see the playoffs being Ryan versus um, the championship being Ryan versus me. Um, let's see here. Goon Squad. I haven't even looked at your team. Let's look at my brother's team real quick. Let's see who he has. Cam Newton, Carson Wentz, solid quarterbacks. Brandon Cooks, Mike Evans, dirty, dirty wide receivers. Um, and then your third wide receiver just really drops off. This dude is starting Tyler, Taylor Gabriel. Horrendous. He has Willie Sneed on the bench, which could be solid. We'll see. We always say Willie Sneed's going to go off, and he really doesn't, Tory Smith. So your wide receiver three is really hurting. Todd Gurley is basically, he's going to get the rock. So he's a volume play, but he is not good. And his offensive line is not good. And I just... He's just terrible. He's just lucky because he's going to get the volume. So, I mean, he's a solid. He's not an RB1. I look at him more as an RB2 because he's, he uh, he's just his yards per carry is horrendous. And the, thing, the only thing that you got going for him is that he's going to get the volume. Isaiah Crowell looked horrendous last week. I don't know what to think about that dude. Um, he's, he's, uh, he did not look good. So, hopefully... Cleveland can their quarterback situation is terrible, so they could put eight men in the box. So Crow, Crowell, I think, is uh, is uh, looking at the uh, the downward side of the uh, RB situation over there. So I don't think that's a good start. Travis's team looks solid. It definitely looks he's hurting bad at at running back. If he can make a move, oh yeah, CJ Anderson on the, on the bench. I don't know why he's bench, benching CJ Anderson for Isaiah Crowell against a. Baltimore Ravens. He needs to put C.J. Anderson in there. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, red zone machine. Charles got a solid team. He'll make the playoffs, but I don't think I see him as a top five team. Uh, this this podcast is actually running long, way longer than I anticipated. Uh, but that's all. Hopefully, I can get more podcasts in here. Like I said before, let's get more action in this league. Let's get more shit talking, more debates. Get at me. Signing off. CP3. Tsunami. Tsunami.